You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Warcraft Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and we are joined this week after missing last week, Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Back. I don't think I have COVID anymore. Yep, yep. It, it was really weird because she thought she was going to be able to come on the pod, but the COVID stuff was like very hit and miss. Um. So it was, it was like, it was like really weird, but yeah, it's, she's here now. So luckily, thank goodness. We're also joined by Ale, friend of the show, part-time host. How you doing, Ale? Wow. Part-time host. I've been upgraded. Uh, <laughs> doing well. Uh, most Canadians. It's like getting a promotion without getting a raise, you know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Most Canadians don't have any internet today because they're on uh, Rogers Network, but I'm on Rogers, so I'm here. Nice, nice, wow. nice. All right, all right. And first time on the show, YouTuber and streamer extraordinaire, speedrun aficionado, and scourge of the Stormwind Mage Tower. Welcome to the show, Sarth. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Been uh, watching the podcast for a long time, and I'm glad to finally be here. And I missed your first message like years ago about being here. So I'm glad <laughs> we reconnected. Oh yeah. Yeah. You were you you were one of the first that I that I tried to get on the show because I absolutely loved like I called you the scourge of the the mage tower because every once in a while after raid, we we would all, you know, you know, portal to the Stormwind Mage Tower, and you were there just raiding it, and it was some really fun PV, you know. PvP times, like we didn't care about buffs because you know, like raid was over. Like it was really fun. So definitely cherish some of those memories because we would even we would eventually take you guys down. Eventually. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would actually every time too. I would just group up because back then I was playing like almost exclusively rogue. So anyone else on the server that was like my viewer, we would just be like, who wants to go to Stormwind right now? <laughs> and you would just go there and there's like eight of us who could easily like take out pretty much anyone. But if someone was sitting like AFK with world buffs, we didn't kill them. But if you came like teleported in from the mage tower, it's like your raid's done. So we it's free game. And then it's just a huge battle. Oh, yeah. And it was it was so much fun because, you know, like lots of the things, the griefing and stuff like of the the world buffs like everybody cared so much about that but after raid it was just a really fun thing and so yeah i just yeah. like you were one of the first classic streamers that i actually like followed quite a bit so happy to have you on the show really really excited yeah thank you again for having me <laughs> definitely definitely all right so at the top of the show i like to to remind everybody that we stream live on twitch Twitch.tv slash Blazin Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N B O B. 
we usually do the show Friday nights, sometimes Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. You need to, to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded to know for sure when we go live. You could also join the, disc, the Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. Uh, I'd like to start at the top of the show. We started our new Patreon. We have a couple DPS tiers and one tank tier. Uh, we're close to, you know, we're getting close to maybe being a 10-man raid, but we need we we need more more raiders to join the Patreon. That's listen, Patreon. I have a I have a gripe with this whole tier system that you set up without consulting me because I think that healer should be the highest tier, not your tanks. Really? But I mean you just have you just listen, have compare, like, fewer, you know. Yep. Mel, right? I mean, you just you just have a higher tier with your healers here. And you know, I'm just I don't know. I I thought it was pretty good. I didn't see anybody else doing it, so I was like, well, this is the tears. I don't know how to do Patreon. You guys asked us to do it, so that's it. Uh at the top of the show, we're gonna thank every tank patron. We only have one at the the moment, and we thank you so much. That's Ryan McNerney. Thank you so much for your your contribution and taking all the the um damage for us uh we have no new reviews we're kind of dry on that we haven't had one in a in over a month so if you get on itunes and give us a a a review we would love that but we did have an an email i'm gonna let you read that mel if you don't mind yeah, I saw you put this in here and it said episode 33. And I was like, Bob, you really can't go back into the archives that far just to pull up something to share. Come on now. But this is an email from hmm, Bjorn. I probably said that wrong, but that's what I'm going to go with. He said, hi, listening through all your old episodes is a way to get hyped for the forthcoming Lich King classic. I love it. And it helps me get through the early mornings with my toddler. That is way too happy in early hours. Mm, that's rough. I feel you there. I may remember this wrong, but feel free to correct me. When my guild used loot council in Legion, in the council, we could see what eye level upgrade it was. It is for the character. We could now, we could, how many days it's been since the character's last loot. That really helped us to distribute gear in a just way. The members of the raid could choose need, greed, or auspec. Thought that you could help tip to tip you guys to loot council. Oh, thought that it could help tip you guys to loot council. Really love the podcast. Thanks a bunch. And greetings from Sweden. Greetings right. from Sweden. So the reason I thought this email would be great is because Mel and I have only done uh, D DKP, even back in vanilla TBC wrath and the start of kata before we quit we only did d kp or uh the other one i forget it's uh it's the one where you get extra stuff like you can't get like multiple i forget it's, it's another form of d of d kp where you get two different points like um d kp points and then uh, contribution points or something i forget what it's called but we had a guy on the show that told that, you know, broke down all the different, um, all the different looting things. And so I know Sarth and Ale have definitely been in, involved in, in loot council. So I wanted to ask, this sounds like it's something that was built in the game at Legion's point or something like that. But you guys had a, like a 
a uh, add-on that did it. So how did that exactly work? Were you, were you able to see that type of information or did you have to do a bunch of pre-checking to actually know what you're doing in the loot council? Um, for, from, from my experience, the add-on actually tracks everything for you for the most part. So you can see what someone has, or they could say also like a note if they rolled need on it. They could say like, this is for my four piece or this is for my two piece. So you can look there. Um, I never actually looked to see if you could track how long it's been since someone got an item piece. I think you tried to stay like objective and like realize this person hasn't gotten something in a long time or in a couple raids and tried to think about that. But it's always kind of hard to to stay like completely objective like no matter what as humans you have your own like inherent biases so i think it's it's always like you need a good council where everyone can like check and balance each other yeah for sure i've heard that's the catalyst to having it work is actually having some sort of unbiased opinions yeah i've I've used that add-on there is a way to see uh when someone was last looted an item um but with Onslaught, we used Loot Sheet, and then for Eden as well, we used Loot Sheet and TBC. And we're actually going back to Loot Council and Wrath, so we've been looking around for different add-ons and things to use. I think Loot Sheet is... Loot Sheet can be the most frustrating thing ever, because you can have, like, a Resto Shaman, for some reason, put, like, Skull of Gul'dan <laughs> as their number one. Not for some reason, because realistically, in speedrun guilds right now, every Resto in your guild run has skull of Gul'dan. it's actually almost even proud um but like something like that in a normal guild can be so frustrating to see someone go for that item which is obviously the biggest upgrade for them also which makes sense but it's like very skewed in how it affects the different classes or something right. like that yeah yeah I, I mean i think if if you have a good group it looks like it it looks like that basically you know that is the the way to go loot council but we have had luck with with dkp but it definitely sometimes gears up the people we don't exactly need geared up first you know which definitely hurts us in the long run but it's worked for us so far i don't know what the plan is going into wrath you know I, we've had a lot of listeners like you kind of like nudging us to go loot council but that really just depends on the officers and yip's not here to really speak on that so if we do it we do it if we don't we don't like i'm still pretty happy with the group of people that i play play with and that's really what matters the most you know yeah i think it's a f fair to like think like it's hard for people to always stay happy if loot is their primary objective in the game too so like loot council systems or any different loot system you have to be happy with it within your guild yeah it's right. yeah it's it's all about the culture you have you know and for a guild like salad bakers or what on what onslaught was like you guys are more looking towards beating times and everything of that nature so you're more of like a what's it called a hive mentality rather yeah. than a ooh, i got this new shiny men, men mentality yeah, I'm curious for what ale if you think it ever worked against you because I I'm pretty sure Dolly thought it kind of could work against him using the loot sheets. What we do now, and I think what a lot of guilds do, is like basically a loot council, 
for us in particular, which is like definitely more rare than most situations, we pretty much have a Lottie council where our GM just is like decides who gets something. Um, but usually officers chime in, especially when it's like a healing item or something he has less like knowledge about. But I'm curious if if it like performing at the highest level ale back in onslaught, did you guys have issues with the sheet? Ale's muted or AFK. Muted. Is that working now? It's working now. Okay. So basically what what happened is Dally filled out his sheet incorrectly. He stacked it towards uh, the AQ tier. Um, Uh. So that was kind of more of a mistake on his side, which he never really admitted. Um, But we did end up having a problem towards the end of next. Mm -hmm. And that's that we should have... Hunters basically had equal priority on trinkets. So because they were only competing on bows, they all agreed to put their bows lower and put trinkets first. So they got all the trinkets towards the end of Nax, and it really hurt us uh, towards the end for speedrunning and things like that. So, Yeah. Oh, wow. So that that's something like when really we should have been funneling so um, gear towards, you know, the top pumper warriors. It would have been better for our speedrun performance. But because it was all equal, all the hunters got the good shit. And by the time we realized, we're like, oh, that probably shouldn't work that way. So, it was collusion. They colluded together. So yeah. wait, so to get the so with the loot list, did you fill that out each tier, like at the start of each tier? Or did you fill it out at the start of the game, like at the start of the expansion? Our, ours was split two tiers per list. So there was like a year one list with MCBWL, and then mm-hmm. there was like a year two list with AQ Nax. Interesting. Interesting. I, I I feel like that definitely doesn't leave room for uh, for early on mistakes or anything of that nature, like it kind of leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the tiers, if you split it up too hard, it's like during one of the tiers you get no loot that entire tier, and then you wait for the next tier and then get everything or the opposite. Yeah, which doesn't necessarily help the raid as much as you know making sure that everybody is geared enough to get through the next phase of content. You know. Yeah. But it was classic, and yeah, and, and so like like for example, like Dally's list, I don't know why, but he didn't put Nax loot at the top of his second year list, so he didn't really get Nax loot, and then so like he was pissed about it, but like it was kind of his own fault. So I don't that's know. funny to hear. Dude, we'll have to. Uh, he's he's uh, been on the pod three different times. We had him on recently. We'll have to we'll have to ask him about that next time. I mean, he's not gonna like to hear that, but oh well. I mean, <laughs> that's, just I would. That's, that's just. I mean, I, I was a warrior too, so I I knew exactly what his list was. All the lists are public. Um, my opinion, he fucked up. So that's we're on gonna him. have to get his rebuttal on this accusation here. <laughs> yep. Well, he's he's been very outspoken against it. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I would like to hear what he has to say. Again, I guess in response, but yeah, cool, cool, yeah. Well, I mean, and it can work in weird way. Like D DKP can work in in weird ways too. Like for instance, all of the warlocks in uh, you know in in phase two, like basically had nothing they really wanted except for stuff off Vash and KT, and it was really like we didn't spend anything, and then we just got to super like super gear, you know, fast. Well, I got to because I actually spent my DKP, got to like gear up fast in B, in BT, and 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 Hygel, and I got to do a bunch of ninety nine parses because 
I got a bunch of gear quickly, you know, like, and that's the best way to parse is to have the gear quickest, you know, so. Because nothing work in was worse ways. than listening to the Wardlocks complain about not about their tier not dropping or them never getting their tier. And when it would drop, they'd bid one DKP on it and bitch that a priest got it for five DKP. And I'm like, yeah, well, if and, you want the item, and like I came in, for the item. yeah, I came in with like 120 D, uh, DKP, and I'm pretty sure, like I spent like 20 on each of the uh, fuel you know, four piece tier that six percent to shadow bolt was just ginormous and just like boosted me up right a bit you know like everybody else saved theirs for skull and everything and i still got skull at the end but i got the parses early on you know and then like i it was hard to parse later on you know after everybody got the gear but yeah it's just all of the different yeah, getting, systems have highs and lows getting the gear early feels really good we had a similar we we did we do splits and we'll usually put like one physical one caster and one like healer in the alt split and then the rest of the raid is like kind of usually mostly alts and so one of the phase or one of the raids early on uh i got like all four pieces i got four piece and bow it was like <laughs> i called it my slurp raid but it was like er early on it was so easy because you just we swapped one character into that raid and just gave them all of the gear from that raid each time it was so nice yeah, that's, that's awesome all right well um yeah thank you so much and i think it's bjorn i think is how you say it thank you so much for your email i don't think it's bjorn i think it's bjorn i think but i'm not sure so don't hate us if we got it wrong all right guys um we're all in beta, so uh, like I'm just gonna open up. What have you been doing lately in WoW? Who wants to go first? Crickets. Okay, I'll go. I got. I'll all go. Right. You go. You go. Um. So I mean, in WoW, obviously speed running is in full effect, and that's my favorite aspect of the game. So right now, that is going strong. All of the top guilds are going, and it's all very competitive. Um. So I'm playing Hunter now, and then. In on the beta, I've just been testing a lot of Death Knight and Hunter things. And today was like testing how much DPS a hunter can do on a like a big pull. And the most damage I did was twenty two thousand DPS on, on a big pull. Dude, I was okay. So I just jumped in to like tell you like, hey, don't forget, you know, you're coming on the pod. And then I just got sucked in and just watched you for the two hours leading up to the pod because you were just like. I mean, it like I wasn't even playing, but I was like, "Oh, look at all those numbers!" I <laughs> think it was crazy. so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it feels really, really good to to like now as a hunter. Hunters always like had the weakest AOE forever, and now it is like I don't know if even like a demo lock will do more. I'm, I'm not sure yet. I haven't seen anyone else do 20k DPS on one pull yet. That's not. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts because, like, there's so many things that it's crazy because all of the private server stuff, there's so much that seems to be wrong. It's 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 crazy because in vanilla, it seemed like there was some stuff wrong, right? And in TBC, it seems like there was quite a bit more stuff wrong. Now in Wrath, it seems like they just had it all wrong. Like, and we're just finding out all kinds of different things, like everything from how much experience you get in dungeons to like 
to like warrior tanks actually doing like a you know it's kind of like it's kind of like fury tanking in vanilla but they're only getting like 20 points in protection and getting a ton in arms and just doing massive damage like we're seeing like all kinds of different weird shit it's really cool yeah i think interestingly enough from the players that have played for the last 10 years of wrath I think most of the the information coming out or most of their information I've found to be very close to to right and but they also have a lot of information that goes against what you're seeing in the public much more often right yep. um someone in the chat watching right now is like Jamie and he's been pushing for saying that like survival hunters are scripted a little bit different on the the private server realms and so marksmen will be really powerful comparatively. And I, I've just really been like testing things and finding that all to be true. And then also I'm in a a group because we were going to, because Crix and I do a podcast as well. And yep, we were going to do a, life. a it's great. Yeah. And we're going to do a tank podcast. And in there, there's someone who's pushing very aggressively. He's been pushing for, for uh, prop warriors and especially prop warriors in dungeons and how powerful they are and i think seeing that is like crazy it's i've so been much pushing damage. that too i've been well i've been trying to tell everybody every, like everybody said prop warriors suck i'm sitting here going dude i played back in wrath we were server second to do sarth three drakes and yog four lights or or zero lights and we had a way a warrior main tank like I don't think they're going to be as bad as everybody says. I think maybe private servers just had the others buffed up a little too much. Possibly. I just feel like you can't judge anything about what we did 10 years ago as to what's going to be true, true. good now. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we 10 years ago, 12 years ago, we had full prop warriors going through MC, right? Like, <laughs> true, I think true. there's, but that, there's so but much that more was, knowledge. That was vanilla though. Stuff was getting really, you know, started to get started to get figured out pretty good in wrath like you were starting to like really see like and like wrath just got a lot easier with comps and you know your buffs and everything else like tbc's been a little bit crazy with like the, the grouping situations and everything whereas in wrath most things most buffs you get raid raid wide there's a few different things but you know it's just yeah, yeah it's just like I, th I think we're going to see a lot of different things. And like, I was giving rug shit in this chat last night. I was like, <laughs> dude, I don't think Affy locks are going to be as good as you, you um think they are. And I might have to eat crow, but I'm just like, I don't remember him doing shit in actual, you know, wrath. But at the same time, I don't remember warriors doing shit in actual classic vanilla, like actual vanilla. So I could definitely be totally wrong, but it's exciting just to see these different things that everybody's coming up with just in, you know, the few weeks of beta that we've had so far. Yeah, I think we need to see right now. Anyone who's putting out any information is, is mo it's all skeptical currently, right? Well, and um, most of them, most of them say that, too, you know, like they mm -hmm. own it, like, you know, Cricks, Rugs, Scott EJ, they all say, like, this is what. I know from private servers, you know, they're not trying to say they're like, it could be wrong, you know, and I love that, that part of it too, you know, like, because mm -hmm. what else are we going to do? Not, you know, like 
We're going to use whatever tools we have, you know, that's private servers, right? Yeah. And people have been playing it for so long that like they have figured out a a very good way of playing it. But I'm I'm very intrigued because the mentality. Actually, Felipe wrote it, too, and I've talked about this a lot on my stream is the mentality of of the classic player is very different than the private server player. In general, private servers are specifically focused on single or boss damage, usually single target, but always boss damage. And for the mentality of a classic player, most classic players, the most important thing is overall throughout the whole raid. Which I've just recently finally been dragged, kicking and screaming, forced to be like that. Like I always, I came back and like, you know, we named trash in vanilla trash because it was trash. We didn't like it, you know, like, yeah. So like boss damage was all that we, that we cared about. We didn't really have a logs thing to track, you know, we just could save our, our damage, you know, meters. And like, that was our bragging rights on different forums and things of that, uh, that nature. That's how you found out who was the best DPS is everybody's like posting their logs, you know, from, so no one's going to parse through the trash. So that just didn't happen. I think that's kind of why private servers were the same way is because no one's going to take the time to parse through that. Whereas Warcraft logs does it for us. So I have yeah. recently turned into a overall Andy to Sorry, yeah, that, that, that's like a really salient point by Sarth because it affects the way the metas are shaped as well. Because you know, on private servers, generally people will will follow that meta, but uh, the speedrunners are really defining the meta in classic, and they do a lot more of theory crafting and you know trying different strategies, for example, to see what works differently. And uh, because you know the live game is different from private servers based on you know whatever the data says or however Blizzard makes it there's a lot of room to change and metas will change and adapt over the course of the game where in private servers, like I feel like it's, it's a lot less. So, uh, you know, it's, they, they stick to generally what, you know, they feels best. They go with that. That's what it is for that server. Right. But, uh, when it comes to speed running and how they're defining the meta, I feel like there's, there's definitely room for, you know, experimentation and, and changes. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, I've been, I fought it for a long time, but I actually do see the merit and overall. And I think it's actually like I've actually changed. Like I actually push for it every every week now. And, yeah. you know, it's something and, and I class- never did before. I was always like, oh, it's trash. I'll just, you know, I'll just do my thing. And then there's and then there's always going to be the Orlando factor, which is how best can he make his warrior pump huge damage? Right. So. You know, he'll, he'll always, he'll always be able to put, uh, you know, his, his brown up at the top. He knows wrath really well. And he's going, I think he's going affliction lock. He knows wrath really, really, wow. really well. Um, he's a just phenomenal player that, that like there's, yeah, there is the two, two factions, right? If you're a parsing guild, basically, so you're only focused about the, the boss damage. And then if you're like overall damage, and then I guess there, there's obviously people who just like want to clear the raid and get the con and get the loot. Um, but that guild in particular, I, I think is just, they have some of the best players that could obviously go in and then, then speed run. But like, it's a different way of playing the game. And it's, that's pretty much the mentality of playing the game also in private servers 
I think is like you're focused like, all right, let's wait for Bloodlust so we can all do as much damage on this boss as possible. It's a fun way of playing. It just it takes longer in the raid, but it can be really, really cool. Yeah, well, it's it's something I've been like with my warrior and like I chose Locke at the start and I've said it many times on the pod, but not to you, but like it was the worst choice. Like I wish I just would have stuck it through on my my warrior. But like yeah. Locke is so boring on trash and warrior is so freaking fun. Like I've got all of my trinkets like on like auto queue and I'm popping everything at every, you know, every oppor- oppor- op- opportunity. You're like casting your different moves at the right times at the right place actually does something for you rather than just seed, 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 seed. Like, yeah, I, I have. <laughs> My warlock, I have two warlocks, and to, it was to help the guild when we were doing speedruns more focused with warlocks. And um, I, 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 my entire UI is quite literally Shadow Bolt, other than one seed that looks like Shadow Bolt. I changed it to macro this so it looks like Shadow Bolt. But the rest of like basically the entire screen is 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 like sixty different buttons that are all Shadow Bolt. Yep, it's like I I saw that stream and just almost lost my my mind because I was like, I mean, if you just throw in you know like one seed in there, you know you you do you got it right, and it also changed too. It was it, it was a little bit more fun at the start because you at least used immolate, but then yeah, after you push to a certain point, immolate was like completely worthless and like you're just shadow bolt spamming, and it just became unfun. And I know locks are going to be a lot more fun in wrath along with a lot of other classes like i feel bad for ret paladins because they're all going to get told they're they're um, using one button macros but (laughs) oh what are you gonna do well ale what have uh what have you been doing lately and wow yeah i mean unlike you who uh switched to meta class tbc i've been sticking to warrior the whole way same thing with wrath staying warrior Nice. Had to take that shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what was that? Sorry. Way to go, Ale. Are you going to stay uh, DPS? For sure, yeah. So I, I'm actually tanking right now because we had a tank quit, which is interesting to tank in Sunwall as a warrior. Um, generally have to like cater fights around to like what I could do because AoE threat is garbage, but uh, it's been it's been fun. And so I've been playing some Wrath beta doing the solo leveling on the warrior with the with the prot revenge spec it's uh it's been pretty fun and then yeah besides that just clearing sunwell you know cool cool mel what about you what have i been doing we raided and uh, bob makes me rep farm for this mount that he really wants which is so exciting let me tell you um and then we did a little bit of the rap Wait, wait, beta. wait. Did you say what, what rep? No. Oh, it's horrible. It's the uh, the uh, Frost Saber Tiger rep in Winter Spring. Oh, my God. It's horrible, dude. It's They, like, upped it from what it was in Classic. Because in Classic, the quests were, like, 25 rep apiece or something like that. Now uh, you're getting, like, 250 rep for, for two of the quests and then... 350 rep for the other one but even as human like it's it sucks dude you're running the whole map like so redundant and it's so like 
God. Luckily, this last time we had people that would group with us. So whenever we were in the same area, we'd get the same. Because they're all kill quests, which is nice. If we don't do the gathering one anymore. Once that, once we got the other two quests, yeah, that one went bye-bye because that was really annoying. Yeah, drop rates were bad. Yeah, but it's just very like you go kill five shaman and five ursas and you go kill eight giants and then you go back and then you do it again. And there's always like you always get stuck at the little furbog camp because there's no shaman and there's a bunch of other things you don't need. So you have to kill those. And it's just annoying. But I've got a ton of Winterfall firewater. though. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I remember farming. I used to farm the village so often back in the day. And I know people that got that mount. It's my it's one of my favorite mounts. But that farm had to take so long because in classic the village was always farmed out so you had to get yeah. those kills yeah and like i mean the like one person could easily take out the giants down south now but those guys were a were a trip early on in you know, classic see we yeah, used to farm too we used to farm the uh winterfall what are they travelers the, the guys for the quest the three of them that would spawn right oh, at the yeah. entrance of winter spring and we would just like Kill them right there. They would spawn like we like, and as long as we Until didn't have an horde, arcane mage came in, and yeah, we, then we, we didn't couldn't, have any yeah, we couldn't get the tags because we were a priest and a warrior, and we were like, damn it. But yeah, we got a, we got a we got a lot there. But yeah, so for for me, what I've been doing, I wish I would was playing more beta, but I'm really struggling without the add-ons. Like really struggling. Like it's Listen, Bob tried to get me to do to like duo. What was it? What was the dungeon we were trying to do? We did Ukard Keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I think we can take these mobs, just me and you. And I was like, okay. So he goes in and pulls five mobs or like nine mobs, <laughs> right, like at the very beginning. <laughs> and I was like, Listen, Bob, that would probably be fine if I had my add-ons and I didn't have to like look and like see what where my keys are bound for these certain heals for you and then click on you like i don't have any like mouse over macros or anything set up and it was just like he insta died yeah i've always had a pretty minimalistic ui but no weak auras i'm definitely feeling the pain no questy like what what is this how am i supposed to quest without questy that's just not an option weak auras g like 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 gtfo like all of those things but i mean no i just want my healing if i had my healing add-on I could do it. <laughs> yeah. But well, I'm very dependent on that is very clear to me now. Like I've, I've learned that like, I don't even see stuff on the ground now. That's just like G like GTFO just tells me to get out of it. I'm like, Oh yeah. Move. Okay. Like I've, I, I've, 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 I've let myself just not pay attention to that now because G GTFO just always takes care of it for me. So yeah, it makes the most annoying sound in the world that you can't ignore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The loudest sound, yeah. Yeah, you're like, okay, jeez. I don't but. play with it, and I always forget. Then I'm watching, like, whenever I'm watching someone stream with it, it always like shocks me almost. Yeah, I think that's the that's the point, right? It's supposed to have this. Yeah. I play with it, and it still shocks me every time. I'm like, what? What is on the ground? Oh my god! Yeah, well, I, yeah, we we were doing. I was on my my warrior, and I had done a quest and i guess turned my graphics all the way to one so i could see the the quest stuff on on, on the ground super easy 
but I forgot to turn it back up. So G- so we're on council and G- GTFO keeps going off. I'm like, there's nothing there. What are you talking about? That I realized, oh, my graphics are all the way at one. <laughs> it is um, really annoying, though, that on council, like the consecrate just like pops up in any area. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it should be from a person or like NPC. with like with one of the bosses. Yeah, but it's not. But are yeah, you, I think. Are, are you sure they're not just moving him right after he? Casts yeah, they're it? definitely. It does. It spawns from Gathios, the Paladin mob, um, and then also if your Paladin consecrates, you have to kind of watch which ones from who. But if they yeah, move that that's you, annoying. Yeah, worse too. Yeah. Well, I'm a healer, so I look at my raid frames until GTFO uh, yells at me, and then I'm like, "What? There's nobody here." Sometimes yeah. I feel like on council, even now. Sometimes I feel like I'm just like running around trying to get away from everything at all times. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is there, there should be a spot where I could stand. There's not. <laughs> yeah. That fight looks like it's always like you're just trying to get to a safe spot and then a new blizzard or like a yeah. flame strike. And you're just like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, why? How many things are going to attack me? Uh, then- but I did finally change my raid frames. So <clears throat> I've been wanting to put my raid frames at the bottom of my screen but it just seemed like a lot of effort and a lot of work to redo all of my ui so like the other she's week when been, i was yeah she's been wanting to have it where generally your your moves are like underneath yeah. uh you know her up feet which we see a lot of really good healers do and so she's been trying to like switch from yeah, i mean it's you know having ideal, it on the left side of the you... screen you know yeah, but when you set everything up, you don't really think about that. And then, you know, you get into a rhythm and then you get lazy and don't want to mess with everything that you already know. But I did it. I was out of town and I was sitting just waiting to see if they needed me. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And so I did it. And then then I realized there's also a lot of other things you have to change when you move your bars down to the bottom of your screen because all of a sudden like my cast bar was like behind my raid frames and i was like oh god damn it so i have to like change that and then like my weak aura things are coming up like in in my raid frames and i'm trying to like heal through these stupid icons and i'm like oh my god but i think i got it all figured out we're all good nice nice do you like it now yeah i mean it doesn't seem like i guess i can see in my peripheral vision, I feel like I can see my feet and like more of the screen than I could. Like, I didn't know what was going on as much when they were on the left side. That being said, I still get very tunnel visioned into my raid frames and don't always look around in my environment. So we'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that? And then the last thing I've been doing, I've been doing a ton of GDKPs with all of my different characters the rogue, the lock, the warrior, and. Um, I've had luck with like uh, no hit Jerome always comes in my chat. He's like, I don't see how you do so, so good on these GTKPs. Mine just fall apart constantly. I was like, I don't know. It's like, I just jump in from chat, just get in. And then I'm in one the other day and it was, we're sitting there asking the guy discord, discord. It was a ZA GTKP. We're asking the guy, do we want to do discord over and over again? He's not answered us. Can we start? We get to the first boss, and he's like, okay, Discord. We're like, what? We're doing fine. Just go. Just go. And he's like, no, Discord. He sends us the wrong Discord two times. 
Oh and he God. finally <laughs> says the right one, but we just everybody gives up and just like like doesn't jump into it. And then he's like spending all this time like auctioning off the loot like as as we go. And it's it was it was absolutely horrible. We're wiping into everything. I can't believe we actually got the third chest, but it was like a two hour and twenty minute ZA. And I was just I did get Berserker's Call by Warrior, which was really good. But God, I like paid three three k for it, and then he starts to do the payouts. And he gives me three hundred gold. I'm like, dude, that's just what I paid for my yeah. item. Like, you know, and like you've run this so bad. Do you really are you really going to take an admin fee? Like, I mean, I'm just like. There, there was a good 6K spent in the raid. Like, there's no way his fee is all of that. I was just like, all right, dude, I'm out. Ignore that guy to make sure I don't get in any more of those. But, yeah, so I had my first, like, really bad G, G, GDKP. So that's all I've that's all still I've never doing. done one. They're really fun. But I've, I think the ZA ones are a trap because it's like mm -hmm. someone used to send the meme like quick adventure in and out. ZA could <laughs> always the GDKPs. You're like in there for two, three hours. You're like, what is going on? And then you can <laughs> have like doing? a really good one. Like we had uh, yesterday, even I had a GDKP that was on pace to, to end Sunwell in 47 minutes, which would have been Ooh. like third fastest on the server. It would have been faster than my guild run right now. We ended up yeah. wiping like near the end, um, but like some of them are really fast, and I think that was the what we finished was I think it was the world's fastest GDKP. But we but like my guild leader has also had like a nine hour <laughs> Sunwell. <laughs> Dude, uh, our uh, our guild leader did a uh, GDKP uh, BT the other day, and God, it was like five hours. I forget exactly how long it was, but it was like the entire night. But luckily Listen, he streamed point, it and like, a lot of people enjoyed watching the pain of it. So, you know, you got something out of it. Content. <laughs> I feel like when it goes that long, it it just gets worse as you go too, right? Because people start leaving and like, oh, but you can't leave. If you leave, you don't get the payout. Is that a thing? Yeah, you're stuck. You have like sunk cost fallacy yep. or whatever. Oh. I, th I This GDKP, I really thought about uh, leaving because... Before we Wait, did the second gold boss, probably wasn't worth it. Let's be honest. Well, well, okay. So before we did this, before we did the second to last boss, he goes, "Hey, I need to run grab repair bot." He didn't speak good English, right? He was like, "I need to run grab repair bot." The dude goes, he's gone for ten minutes, comes back. I'm like, "Okay, drop the bot or or hand it to me, and I'll drop it." He was like, "I just I repaired." We're like, okay, well, all nine other people here have died just as many times as you have. You didn't grab a bot. <laughs> like we we summoned you back. Oh my god! And yeah, it's just like, like you should have said, everybody go repair. I was just like, <laughs> what is happening right now? So I ended the raid at like twenty six percent. Like, I, I if we didn't beat that last boss that that final time, I was probably I was probably a, a just about to be like, all right, guys, I can't do it. I'm out. But I stuck it through, got Berserker's call for 3K, which was actually pretty cheap. So all in all, it worked out, but man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so raid progression. So for us, I'll just be quick. Like we were able to do a, another 
uh, another one night clear. Um, it was really weird because we one shot everything, right? We one Except. shot. Yeah, I know. We one shot uh, the first boss. We one we we one shot the third boss. We one shot twins, and we one shot Muru. But freaking brutalis for some reason. We were having all these problems, and it turned out, so we had this one healer that was supposed to heal the bird targets, and like, after a few wipes, they're like, hey, uh, can you talk and raid, let us know you're here, and he's jumping around, right? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then they like start typing in chat, they're like, dude, like, do you, do you not hear the raid leader? And he's like... Oh, my music was way loud. So it turned out he just hadn't been healing the burn targets, and we were just losing burn targets the entire time. Well, the bus was positioned a little bit differently, too, and so people that went to the burn zone were still taking whatever that other damage is that you can't take while you're burned. Meteor slash. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, so it was just a hot mess. And usually we don't have trouble with Brutalis, and I feel like that's like every week there's a different boss that gives us trouble that shouldn't give us trouble. Right. Like <laughs> there's, yep. there's always somebody like the other week it was Felmist. We were like, what are we doing? Why, why can't we figure this out guys? We've done this multiple times. Easy pie. Like what are we doing? Well then, uh, we, we've got two glaive rogues. We've got, uh, Casimo, which, which was, uh, ch uh, chill, ch uh, chill, bra. You um, know him. And then we've got, yeah, yeah. we've got IDD and on the first boss, the funniest thing ever, Casimo goes, dude, so I saved all my cooldowns for, for when I went down to the demon to the second floor this time. It seemed to work out really well. And we're like, have you not been doing that the entire time? And he's oh like, God. no, no, man, Parson. <laughs> and we're like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, well, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just wanted to have the best parts. And we're like, that's why the top boss was always dying so fast. Oh, my uh, God. It was so, it was so funny. But yeah, we, we went through, uh, uh, KJ was like, um, can't remember how we had like, I don't know. What was it? Five wipes, maybe four wipes, but like two of the wipes was like literally at the last stage we're all grouped up and a and a freaking uh uh a meteor hits all hits all of us and just wipes the raid two times in oh. a row transitioning into the final stage but well so we got it down i also think part of our biggest problem on kj this week was that i don't know 75 percent of the time we pulled the first couple ads everybody just like took insane amount insane amount of damage and then all of a sudden like one person dies so we're down one person from the beginning or we battle res them and then we don't have that for somebody else like i don't know what it is i think they were trying to work it out with like the rogues interrupting and then the bombs that they were using like i don't know what it is but it, at least 50 percent of the time i have to mass circle of healing both melee groups and i'm hoping that like we can we can switch to you know the the uh strat that you know sarth brought to light uh 
you know, a couple weeks ago where we all stack. I would like to do that. Our guild leader just wanted us to learn it the proper way before we try. We tried that like the first two attempts, but then never tried it again. So mm-hmm. I'd like to do that because that seems like it could be like just monster. It's so good. It's like you get between the phase of 85 to 55 so fast and it's really easy. The only fear is if people are slow with like moving when fire bloom. But if you spread out like kind of where some people are on the left and some people are on the right, it shouldn't be bad at all. And like with that strategy, even people are now like the fastest kills. They're not even getting one of those like darkness phases. Literally, everyone's staying stacked up basically the entire time and they're doing so much damage that they're phasing the boss before he can even do a darkness or whatever the giant like explosion is. Yeah, because it was just because like the way the way we do it, like just, you know, if I get lucky, I can run in and grab the buff as a as a lock, but I'm like way out. So that's losing cast time, running in, running back out, you know, like even to get the buff, but to get the like getting the buff is huge so if you just everybody has the buff like he's gonna go he's gonna go down so much faster so i'm hoping we get to try that soon i'm thinking we'll try it like when we have a really good run where we get there you know in like under two hours you know and we're there and we have some time to, to, to like try it out but we'll see we'll see um ale you guys, uh, you guys lost Melderon and uh, and Def Camp, and you guys are still pushing on. How did your Def raid Camp's go still this week? There, isn't he? I thought Def Camp stepped down. Yeah, I think uh, he's taking a break. Uh, he didn't come over to the new guild, so yeah, we're we're plugging along. Uh, went six to six this week. Struggled a little bit last week with some attendance issues, but uh, yeah, managed to do the full thing. Uh, we're still struggling a bit with the inconsistency in our raid, so. We're, uh, we're we're trying to work on that a bit and uh, maybe get some new recruits in and, and work on that. All right, so our two guilds are pretty similar, but Sarth, you're in a whole different world. So why don't you tell us how your raid progression, or should I say speed run progression, like, went this week? Mine is in a little bit of a frustrating situation, as most people in the speed run community know. Um, we haven't put up a good time in a little while. And tracking, apparently we were on pace this week to get world third is what people were saying. I think we would have been a little slower. I think we would have ended at like 38, 39 minutes. Um, But we had, we recently, we've had a lot of issues where our healers forget to heal on twins (laughs) and our our speed run will end there or we'll wipe on Maru. We're trying to one phase Maru. And this week, one of our healers is supposed to be a boomkin he's boomkin spec so he heals every now and then but on like that fight he's supposed to just be in boomkin and dpsing so our warlocks also have crit buff and then uh one of our warriors <laughs> i feel bad saying this like on the podcast but he just decided to to swap off of the boss and dps purely the ads and we were one percent one percent away no. from phasing maru before there was another uh like humanoid spawn so we yeah. almost had it and at least we killed twins this week, which was nice. We were able to, I was like able to do like 4,000 DPS on twins because we didn't die. And like, and we did do test runs this week for the first time. And like in one of the test runs, because it's on NA servers and I have low ping, I literally did 
4.8k dps on twins and i was like there's only one person in the world that's done more and he had three less and we only used two so it looked good it looked promising we were going in with really good hopes um but right now we we seem to every every week someone messes something up that wipes the raid basically right right now okay so i don't know if you've dealt with this but twins is broken for us we have had so many wipes where it grabs either the number one tank or the second tank for uh is it immolate is it conflagration Conflag. yeah. It, yeah we have um well now we have everybody for the most part wear a pvp trinket but especially the tanks we do that uh, too if, because if your tanks get conflag and then he confounding blows or like does the disorient on the main tank someone's gonna die right so we have it and i guess you guys do too right I think it's I'm not sure if it's a bug or if it's a scripting where he doesn't actually choose like it's a random choice within the top five or four. I ha I'm not sure if it's exactly figured out. I'm sure it is, but I've seen him choose people that are like not even on the meter before. And it, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, and we got to a thing where so the tanks were getting that and for weeks we they were running out. We decided just this last week. Okay, tank stays in. Everybody else runs out. He pops um, trinket, and then they come back in. Like, yeah, if it's the main tank, you can't like he can't really run away. Like the boss follows, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably why it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's but, be honest. But like even the off, even the off tank, it's just like like uh, just melee. Just get out of there for a second, you know, and then come and then come back. And then we've, we've gotten lucky a few times where it'll start coming up after a warlock and you know who you are. It's not me, but it comes after a certain warlock <laughs> every time. Um, and then they're able to get it back before it gets all the way up the, uh, the ramp. So it's definitely yeah. caused us problems, but we've had good good luck with it the past couple of weeks, like for the most part. But yeah, yeah. What's well. your healer problem on twins? What kind of? Oh my! They literally just forget to heal. It's I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've been in the talks with the healing officers. We we had we did some reorganization um, of the guild. There was a healer in particular that just decided to ignore his assignments every time and so then like <laughs> one tank or something would die like the 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 fire tank would die or something and it would just like then everything falls apart because mm -hmm. he was like dpsing during the entire first phase and you were like what now we're all behind <laughs> and trying to catch up we're uh, oh god we just like with basically sun sunwell was the first time that that leadership and and Harskar, our GM is in chat. It's the first time they actually had to be like, okay, we're gonna do healing assignments, like because like yeah. it's really important. And yeah, like what I was talking about with Brutalis earlier on, you know, that's the whole reason we were wiping right there. Like one of the main reasons was that he didn't know his assignment. Healers. It was no. healer. It was it was healer. I'm not it calling. Yeah, I'm not calling names. We don't do that here. But, you know, it it was for sure, like, not following the assignments, you know. But, I mean, everybody's, you know, you know, guilty of doing stuff like that at times, right? 
Listen, yeah, my I assignment have... is to circle of healing a lot of people a lot of the time, and it's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> last week we were doing uh Fel Mist, and last week we had uh that same healer in uh that was supposed to obviously like mass dispel, right? And then single target dispel right afterwards. And uh, I died to three ticks of the dot twice. I got battle res and then also died again to three ticks of the dot. Oh, God. it was a if, if it's just if just one healer doesn't do that assignment, it's such an important role for them to have their specific jobs. And if that one person isn't doing it, like every healer takes the blame. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely true. And I think. On Felmas specifically, I feel like when the dispels aren't like really good, the like whole mentality of the raid just goes like tanks, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we can't do anything if we don't get these dispels. What's happening? Why are we not dispelling? And it's, yeah, it's, I've become very good at dispelling quickly. <laughs> yeah. All in all, Sunwell's been a pleasant, fun, awesome experience. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, BT and Hydra were fun, but they were just, you know, it was easy. Like, SSC yeah. TK was great for the three bosses that put up a challenge, you know, like, but yeah, that's why Wrath's going to be cool. Because we struggled in Hydra and had to do very specific assignments for healers and for other things. But Hydra? in Or not Hydra, sorry, for Sunwell. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I hated Hygel. <laughs> <laughs> we don't yeah. talk about Hygel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why why I brought that up. Um, but what is the difference in speed rating? Like how how much specific assignments do you give to healers, DPS, everybody else? Everything, every single thing is scripted and assigned. I, I literally have Start mapped out every single pull every single pull for the sense of every pull where what the tanks do um who kicks or interrupts what with things like magic dust what cds can be used on what pulls when bloodlust will be used and for which uh like groups and who it's going to be swapped out for and then like some bosses like brutalis or or even uh Felmis when he's doing the corrosion on the tank we rotate like a tr tank trinket as well as a priest pi and once you get down to to five healers, it's like very specific. They have to do their specific job. And if they don't and they try to like cover for someone else, then someone's going to die. So everything is extremely scripted for speedrun guilds. And some like progress who has the world record right now is even better at it where they have like little little mini assignments for everything as well that I think are just like phenomenal. But it, it's really scripted. I, I have it all written out. We have like four tabs in a spreadsheet where I've literally gone over like in which sections, like where you you equip your rocket boots, where and who equips which like resistance neck. And if you pre-pop the neck or if someone else has the neck on like during the fight, every single thing throughout the entire raid is fully scripted, actually. Which I mean, you kind of yeah. you kind of have to have, right? Because like there's no talking, like there's no... I mean, there's talking, like calling stuff out, but there's no like, okay, I need you to do this, I need you to do this, I need you to do this. So somebody forgetting their assignments might be they didn't study the sheet good enough up to that point or or um something. So it could even be worse. 
Yeah, it, it, it was the same in Onslaught as well. Um, even down to individual potion and uh, trinket usages throughout the entire raid, uh, we determine which to use where. Um, so that's like that's something every like two or three minutes you'd be you know you'd have something to do, and we'd often go through run sometimes mentally just as a group with like saying like what you're gonna do. Like, have you seen the movie Cool Runnings? Yes, the best movie ever. <laughs> they're all, you know, they're all in the bathtub and they're visualizing the run, team. and they're like, you know, turn four, right? And everybody goes right. It, yeah. it, we we kind of go through the same thing sometimes, where we just like call out certain situations and what people were doing, and just kind of visualizing how we were going to. I could just go see Hale, oh Hale, like sitting in front of his computer, being like calling out something, and people like running to a certain direction, and then no, it was never me. It was never me. No, I, I was never in leadership or anything, but yeah. <laughs> I can just see Ale. Coach, my 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 helmet doesn't fit. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Oh, dude, I love that movie. That's a great movie. Ale, you dead man? <laughs> I'm dead man. The said team. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's 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 crazy. But that would be something you'd have to have that on a second screen or have really studied what your role is like and. It'd be a lot easier to miss calls because, like, you know, in our guild, you know, usually those changes are called out prior to the boss. So, you know, like, and I I don't know if other people do this, but I like sit there and go, like, if I'm on Moo, Mooru and I'm on Wreck that week, I'm like, right, don't forget Wreck, two <laughs> minutes, Mooru, Wreck, two minutes, Mooru, Wreck, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm reciting stuff before the boss. So, like, You'd have to go through the whole thing doing that, like prior, which at least yeah. I would. I guess other different people like train themselves differently, but we, it's neat. I think most speedrun guilds also, they'd run uh, PTR generally. We just started, but like, so then you know, you've done the raid multiple times where you have that exact assignment. And then before the raid, we'll do like a, and I think almost everyone will. We'll do like in Discord call where we'll go over the whole sheet in every poll. And then um, so like during the raid, there's really quick assignments like during the raid itself. I can just call out like Q rocket boots, uh, Q first next, Q second next, mm -hmm. second less uh, or something like that. Like all of that can be called out really fast and I can call all of the, the misdirects and stuff like that. So it, it works out really, really well once everybody knows their job and we have like we have like a sheet for like Brutalis placement, exactly where you are going to be standing for Brutalis and like Brutalis every week. We just change the picture to like a different person in the actual raid and we try to figure out who it is and like play a game of like, who is that? You know, because <laughs> one officer actually just grabs pictures and like finds them off Facebook or something. It's so oh, fun. God. Well, that's hilarious. So yeah. do you guys how frequently do you switch up your assignments or your strats? Um. I would say it, it does evolve quickly as you kind of d like theory craft different strats or if someone mm -hmm. like a new world record comes out and they try a strat that like hasn't been thought of. I personally love speed runs and I cover pretty much all of the, the top ones. So if like progress is really good, progress is the number one guild right now. And this other guild noobs, the this Chinese guild are really, really good at innovation. And so whenever they like pull off a crazy strategy, I'm like, we're going to try that. We're going to try that. And sometimes it's like, I do a lot of theory crafting myself. And a lot of times it'll be like this strategy. That's first time it's been seen like publicly on a wide scale. But like, I have been like trying to convince like 
some people that it's worth it to try that and like <laughs> getting a little fight back sometimes where it's like, hey, I don't know if we're going to do that. Like right now to start the raid, it's kind of lame, but you literally have to pull the first pack and then feign death or die and they'll pre-summon those little imps. So you are already actually like um, enslave those imps and it's 2,500-ish DPS for the first section for having those those imps for the whole raid. It's like a lot of damage. Wait, so wait, like that hold on. strategy. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's what our Destrolox could do, like, right now? Like... It is not worth it if you're not speedrunning. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's super annoying to do. It, it's super annoying to do. I feel like Carscar is in listen gonna listen to this and be like oh god please don't tell them to do that please don't tell them to do that (laughs) yeah i mean when we pull out the infernals and stuff they're like okay make sure you keep those you know under check yeah yeah i still haven't done an infernal on uh brutalis just because i don't think like i don't know that we'll hit the timer and i don't want to cause a wipe because he like goes rogue you know like it barely hurts. You can like death coil. I would always, I would always infernal brutalis. It's, it's so, it's just an easy, they do like, I don't know, like 80k damage or something. Um, that number might be wrong because I don't pay attention <laughs> when I play my warlock, but it, it is a, it is, yeah. Amount. Yeah. Like I, like I remember using it to get all the different 99 parses in, uh, in, in Hygel. And I was like, okay, this week I can do it here. This week I can do it here. Yeah. There he goes, Ale with Hydro again. See, <laughs> we don't talk about Hydro. We, we gotta deep. forget that place. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's move into the news. <laughs> Time for the news. So we've got some other like Blizzard news, but I'm gonna skip over it for this week because we are on time con- constraints, and I'm just gonna kind of like like hone in on the couple stories that we actually need to talk about. And one of them is BlizzCon is committed to bringing back Blizz or Blizzard is committed to bringing back BlizzCon in 2023 in Anaheim, California. Who else is excited about this? Cause I am. I've, I've never been to BlizzCon, so I really want to go. Holy shit. Okay, dude. It's like, it's literally it for three years, like, you know, 2017, 18, 19. It was the, like, it was Melanized, like, like actual yearly vacation. Like it was the thing. And like the first year you get to meet other content creators. And then each year you keep kind of upgrading. You're getting invited to different parties. And like, I mean, it's, it's fucking awesome, dude. Like it is like the coolest thing. And all the, the panels and stuff that happened, everybody that goes usually just checks those out, you know, like on the actual pass later, because you're doing so much. You're, you're just getting to network with so many people and you're getting to meet all Listen, these I different force people Bob to go to like the voice actor panels. Cause those are the best. The oh, Overwatch those, yeah, ones, the voice good. actor Overwatch oh my ones. God, I've watched, I used to watch those cause I, I actually didn't even know that you guys were so big in Overwatch before, which is a phenomenal to me. I used to watch those every year. Like I literally oh, yeah. built this computer that I'm playing on with no intentions to play. Wow. Again, it was to play, it was to play Same. Overwatch. Yeah, that was us too. We were very into Overwatch and, we were into the Overwatch League and we um, 
and it was a lot of fun. I, but I feel like BlizzCon was definitely, at least for us, more about socializing and enjoying seeing people in person and meeting people. Um, but yeah, yeah the voice actor Overwatch like, channel every time. Yeah, I'm especially like when we were doing the Overwatch League recap, like getting to know the players was really big because that's how you could get a bunch of interviews and different you know things you know like guests and you know and stuff and and like getting to know the casters and then like i mean it dude blizzcon is just like it's so much fun like we're actually going to twitchcon this year just because we're like we want something like we'll see probably a lot of the people we see there you know like but i don't think it's gonna hold a candle to blizzcon blizzcon is amazing and i'm sorry you haven't gotten to go oh my god ale have you been yeah, I've uh, I've been quite a few times actually. I think maybe three times. Um, most recently was the last one they had uh, right before the pandemic, which was great. Got to meet Josh and a bunch of other people. And then before that, I went back in 2010, 2011. Yeah, I. You were too cool for us, apparently, Ale. What's crazy <laughs> is so like, so like, I wasn't doing the podcast on the 2019 one, but I was super into classic wow i thought i wouldn't be into it at all like but like well i thought i would get to like level 40 and get a mount and be like oh this was a great you know memory lane but little did i know like i was upset because i had just got a two-hander and i wanted to do bgs like this was when molten core was out you know and i was like oh shit we're gonna be gone for like six days i'm not gonna get to try out <laughs> that that new uh what's that stupid sword from it drops from a few different people, but it's in Molten Core. Obsidian Edge Blade. Yes, I got the Obsidian <laughs> Edge Blade. I was like, I want to go PvP. Like, and so I was thinking well, about that the is, whole time that, we were gone. Yeah, so we're there with press passes for Overwatch, right? And Bob, the whole time we're in the press room, is like, hey, that's so-and-so from WoW Classic. And I'm like, we are not here for WoW, yeah, Bob. We are I here like for Overwatch. And he's just like, like nerding out over here. Yeah, I, I like walked up to 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 um, tips out, and I think he was like a little like, I was like, dude. So I do content on Overwatch, but like I love freaking Classic Wild, like freaking out about it. And I got to meet him, and then I got to meet Stay Safe, and I got to meet like a bunch of different ones, and they were all doing the Classic panel at uh, Con Before the Storm. And I had done the Overwatch panel for the two years prior to that, but Mel was on the Overwatch. A panel this 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 time around and that's where i ran into stay safe and yeah like i didn't know a ton of the classic creators at that point it bums me out because i could have met ale Belderon, def camp josh like all like it would have been so cool but yeah blitzcon's awesome dude that's best, i'll never basically forget where we're at. it was last the last year that we went so we got this hotel and it was like right outside of no, the convention no. like we the could, last year we years? yeah the last year we went we were at uh the 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 marriott it was the year that i talked oh, yeah, uh right. what's his name into uh oh my gosh i'm blanking on his name overwatch league player healer uh not last year but the year before played for uh played for atlanta relevant. Oh, okay what i dog man yeah I got Dogman to go wake up a, another Overwatch podcaster in our room in a uh, in a Murloc onesie. He's like waking him up, and he goes, 
is that dog man are you in my room and he's like yeah i don't know dude crazy stuff happens it's it's a really fun time that's yeah. great yeah. yeah but no we got this hotel the year before and it we had two of our other overwatch buddies that came with us and they one was traveling the, from uh, japan if you were into overwatch you probably heard of the omnic lab podcast they were the two guys that did the omnic lab podcast mm-hmm. yeah that's but happened. they were staying with us and <laughs> i got this hotel room and it was like last minute i was like hey guys we could actually get this hotel room which has two bedrooms and it's just gonna be cheaper and they were like yeah let's do it and i was like okay and we get there and Bob and I have like the first bedroom, right? And then these two guys, we walk into the second bedroom and there's bunk beds. And oh I was like, God. oh, that's so cute. Children, you can have the bunk beds. Who wants the top bunk? <laughs> and it, okay. And so like the main bedroom with the big bed was in the, like, as you walked in the door and then the, the bunk bedroom was in the back. And you're thinking this is weird, right? But it's Anaheim. It's right next to 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 uh, Los Angeles um, Disneyland, so ton of people coming with kids there. So you wouldn't want your kids to be able to sneak out or anything. You'd want to be able to watch them. So it makes complete sense when you think about it in that context. But when we got in the room, we were like, "What is this?" I thought it was great. All right. Well, we've went on a tangent. They're gonna they're gonna bring it back. Ale, you have any fun stories? Or BlizzCon before we move on? Uh, I mean, there's there's one pretty fun one. Oh, um, good, good. We we had a party and it was me and Def Camp and Melderon. I actually have a couple, which is <laughs> and this one they had uh, they had free unlimited drinks and it was it was for mm, the people who had press so passes dangerous. to the original one. It is, and uh, I go wait, into the bathroom. Wait, wait, was it the one where you had free drinks and then at some point it turned into? Uh, to just um, Jack and Coke? No, that was Overwatch specific. No, I don't think it was Overwatch specific because there was like, because there was a ton of like, uh, of, uh, of wow, retail people there. It, it was at a Could bar be. that was right above a, a bowling alley. I don't I remember think- if it was above a bowling alley. Was it sponsored by I'm pretty by sure Coke? I conned my way into that party. Was, it, was there a sure bunch I of like Blizzard have. artwork on the walls and stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 Was there? Because yeah, they totally like decorated Blizzard the entire pow- yeah. bar restaurant. Might have been that one. Yeah, it was the, 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 the Blizzard party. And the Overwatch players, like AKM was pissed because he's like, I can't get in. And I'm a, and I'm a, a, a player. Like only Jake and, uh, and, and Siegel got into the party out of all of the overwatch league players i think it was probably the same party but sorry yeah it was it was uh yeah it was press or whatever right so uh i was in there but like uh, s fan was there and melron knows s fan and like we're in the bathroom and like he comes in melron's like oh hey man how's it going like you know and oh you know they having a chat and he's like oh this is my buddy and uh i made a complete ass out of myself i was like oh hey i killed you like a whole bunch in the beta and because uh, I kind of was going around ganking him as much as I could, and he was just like, he just didn't know what to say, and like I was just like, oh, this is like awkward bathroom conversation, right? <laughs> it's pretty oh. funny. Yeah, and then both like peeing like right next to each other, and he's like, all right, <laughs> pretty much, right? So wait, were were you the guy that like there was like there was like eight urinals, and he's on the far left one, and you went on the one right next to him instead of going to the one all the way on the other side. 
Yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, so I killed you a bunch in the beta. <laughs> yeah, it went over like stuck. a ton of bricks, yeah. And then uh, the other one actually was um, uh, Mr. GM was there, and I went up to him and I said, was hey. Also I in the bathroom? No, this is outside. Okay. And uh, I said, like, hey, like, really love your content. And I called him Mad Season, and he got really pissed. <laughs> oh my but, like, God. I, was, I was super drunk, and... That's what I blame it on. And then like after that, like Meldron knows him as well uh, from somewhere and they were talking and he like, because I was hanging out with Meldron, I would come up. He would like turn his back to me. He was like pissed. It was hilarious. It's it hilarious. It funny, yeah. So I remember so one. I mean, he should have taken it as a compliment, you know, like, <laughs> one time I was really like drunk it. and this was like a few, like a couple years before wild classic even came out. And we were outside of a bar and this guy was out there and Bobby asked him something like, do you do esports? And he said, yeah, I um, am a professional WoW PvP player or something. And I was like, why? Uh, yeah. I was like, why don't you do something hard like Overwatch? Why would you do WoW PvP? Oh, my God. He was so mad at me. <laughs> and now, and now you, like, I can't think of his name. I mean, um, oh, you guys know him. He's one of the most He's one of the most famous. It's like a, it's like a Pokemon spinoff name. Uh, Pikachu or sorry, Peekaboo. Yes, yeah. It so it turned out to be it turned out to be Peekaboo. Like we saw him, like you know, years later when we got back into WoW Classic, and we're like, hey, it's your buddy. I have one I have one more oh, really all right, good story. All right, all right, go, go. And, and that's it was it was from when I was at the the first the first two back in the day. Uh, I actually bumped into Grubby in an elevator and I said hello to him. He's the uh you know the the legendary orc RTS player, right? Warcraft three. And um I bumped into him and said hello. I, I think he was in the finals the next day or whatever. I wished him luck. He asked me my name, which I told him, and then like he like you know wished me a good time as well or whatever. And I thought that was interesting. The following year, I bump into him. He remembered my name again. What? Yeah, d- dead serious. That guy is like sharp as a tack. So smart. Incredible Listen, memory. Somebody will tell me their name and I will tell them my name in return. And by the time I tell them my name in return, I've forgotten what their name Hell was. Yeah. Like, I know. Oh, Every it, time. it must be something he does, or it's just like to me, I'm like, this guy is like definitely next level because yeah, I, I literally met impressive. him once in an elevator. He asked me my name, I told him, and then fucking remember it next year. And I was just like, that's incredible. This guy's a legend. Wow. Uh, Maybe yeah. he was just so impressed by your beauty. Maybe that's why. He remembered your name, and that's why you're so scared to turn on your camera. Yeah, you know, you don't want to scare off that. That or he needed a name for a restraining order or something. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) We have a ton of great stories, and unfortunately, lots of them we can't even tell on this podcast. They are just like they're going to be quiet for for, forever, just because you know it's the the rule. But uh, yeah, stays at Blitz. What happens at BlizzCon stays at BlizzCon sometimes. Yep. Mel had to get uh, someone very important home one night. Uh, and uh, oh my God. They almost puked you guys, in an Uber. No, no I call names, an of Uber. I'm not, I'm not saying names, but I call an Uber because this guy oh was God, like, you could tell, like, he was like swaying, you know? And I was like, hey, you need to get back to the hotel. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I call an Uber. His freaking Tesla pulls up. 
And I'm like, I call the freaking economy Uber. What are, what are we doing here, right? And we're sitting in the backseat of this Uber going back to the hotel, which is like 10 minutes, maybe. No, it was probably like a six-minute drive. And <laughs> he's, I'm sitting next to him, and he's well, sitting in the yeah, car, and he's like me, rocking. Yeah, because me, Blevins, AKM, and AKM's friend all just walked, like, and just yeah. let you take the Yeah, the I played it mom and close. took the other person home don't say the um, name but he's sitting there in the car and he's like rocking and then he's like and i was like what are you what are you doing i was like do we need to pull over and he's like no i'm good i'm like are you good because we're in a tesla and i don't really want to pay to get this cleaned up like what's happening and then so finally we like get probably like three blocks from the hotel and he's like hey man, could you drop me off here and the guy's like, hey, yeah, man, it's like right right down here. We're we're almost there. And I was like, will you stop the car? <laughs> like, I need you to stop the car. We are getting out of the car. And we get out. He throws up. We walk back to the hotel. And he starts to walk towards the bar. And I'm like, get your butt in that elevator. We're going upstairs. You are going to bed. This is, no, you almost just threw up in a Tesla. We are done. He's like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so... Please bring back BlizzCon. We will love it. Next, <laughs> I didn't actually think that was going to go on that, that long, but uh, it was actually fun. Um, so the next thing, uh, uh, Silver actually mentioned this last episode that she thought possibly season of mm, of of mastery characters would be able to trans to transfer to Wrath Classic servers. Um, I don't really see a problem with this, but does anybody else see a problem with this? I know people are kind of upset about mounts and stuff, but like it's almost harder to get the mount in season of mastery, to be honest. Like the A the AQ mount and stuff like that. Like it's almost everything's almost harder. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like Reddit threads where people are complaining about like someone can go get the scareboard mount. If you've done that farm, you I have that mount. That farm sucks. That farm is terrible. First of all, if you're going to go to a server that doesn't have the gates open, that means you need to be farming like 400 or 120,000 copper and like, you know, well, stuff they like did, that. Uh, so like, in Season Mastery, they did do the thing where they like added stuff each week to the gates. So they did help them open the gates. Kind of like they did for did, the smaller servers. Them? Um, I don't know exactly... Duranosaur was on next week. He would know better. But there, there, there was ones that took like six to seven weeks before they even like opened. But they did give them incremental like stuff. So they did do that. But yeah. I mean, just the quest in general is like absurd and long. Yeah, I think if someone's gonna put in the effort to do that, one, you absolutely need a full raid team to do the the BWL and MC parts, and too like even from there there's some pieces outside of the literal days with multiple different like five-man squads of farming these bugs Forty-two thousand carapaces by the way it's it takes a long time like full full days or weeks of people farming those bugs then it's gonna be like sometimes you there's these the green dragons you need to get three different or four maybe different shards the ashara shard took me 23 hours of killing dragons on repeat 23 hours of killing them on spawn shifting layers killing them on spawn shifting layers and back and forth so if someone wants to go get that mount i'm like dude get the get the mount man 
Well, and from what Duranosaur says, like the servers, you're getting like two or three mounts per server. There's not a bunch of of of, of servers. Like so, I mean, on White Mate alone, just on the Alliance side, we had like I think over twenty. Yeah, so, White Mane had one of the biggest amounts of mounts, I think. Yeah, because... Oh, uh, Grob had, like, 50, didn't they? Well, because Risen screwed us. Like, they said that they were going to complete it, and then they, they like, waited an extra two weeks to get to get more mounts. So then it was the Chinese guilds that uh, actually did it for the Alliance side, which was a yeah, crazy time. Everyone, like, there was rumors... That everyone was like, Risen already has all of the mats for the Alliance side ready to turn in by yep. themselves. And that's what we <laughs> thought, you know, and we're like, okay, cool. So we don't have to do shit. I was glad that that happened because my guild literally disbanded uh, the Friday night before the Thursday release of that phase. And so, like, I had to, like, wrangle friends to to still do the mount farm. And we, like, moved, like, six of us to a friend's house, five of us, to Cujo's house. He was in the chat earlier. And we literally all did a LAN party for a week straight, a LAN party for a week straight, and just did not sleep oh, wow. to get that That out. sounds fun as hell, dude. It sounds fun as so hell. So much fun. Oh, man. That sounds like a blast. So wait, you, yeah. live, in, you live in LA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you never went to BlizzCon? I never <laughs> went to BlizzCon. Well. Growing up, I was very like, I played WoW forever and I've literally played forever, like all the way through and com like competitively in the PvE scene. I used to do PvP back in the day, um, but it just like it was always I couldn't really if I went, I would just go by myself or some friends, I guess. But I was more focused on sports growing up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, okay. Fish. Well. I would go now. I would go now. I yeah, would love dude, to go. Dude, now. Dude, it makes have a blast. It's it's not it's not cheap either. Like the tickets are, are pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not if you get press. If you get press, tickets free. Yeah, just a uh, just a uh, just a tip to anybody. I know it seems pricey to stay at the Hilton or the Marriott, but if you like to drink alcohol. <laughs> You will save a ton of cash if you stay at one of those hotels because you can go up to your room and refill rather than than you know spending twelve bucks per drink. So just like keep that in mind. Like it definitely is a uh, definitely actually saves you money to stay at the hotel that's closest. Pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> pro tip. And. Or if find you're a, a freshman in the hotel. <laughs> Hilton is definitely the freshman bar. Marriott's definitely the uh, definitely the one you want to go to. Hilton's cooler, but like cooler as far as uh, amenities and everything else. But the Marriott's probably your better bet. And in later it's a little years, more chill. Sheridan, There's a lot of like bumping and grinding going on over at the Hilton. Oh yeah, the Hilton. There's weird. a lot of like drinking and talking going on over at the Marriott. So choose your poison, you know? All right, Ale, do you have any problems with this? With the uh, season of Mastery I, characters? Coming I, I, think it's, I think it's fine. The people who are complaining are, I don't think they have any merit because doing the bug farm, I mean, it still takes the time. The, the server gates opening on their own has nothing to do with getting them out. So, I mean, I, I guess it allows more people to farm it, but yeah. I mean, if you're going to complain about that, like, 
Yeah, I, I don't see a problem with it either, and it's crazy. We get more players in, um, should be fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then the last thing is just the Wrath beta update. Uh, the barbershop is fixed, although I saw a video from Scotty J saying it wasn't completely fixed, like druids aren't actually changing their, I guess, skin color and hair color is supposed to change your cat and bear models but i guess it's not doing that at the moment so but i mean and they fixed a lot of bugs um they did what was the one thing i needed to mention they did uh they did rename um hysteria is it hysteria yeah they did yeah. to unholy frenzy yep so i guess they're trying to be pc i guess it's like I guess hysteria is actually a really scary disorder that they didn't want to have in their game, so they just made up a, you know, a a fantasy name, which I'm fine with. I don't really care, but I guess like if you were hearing about hysteria and jumping into the beta, and might be confused by seeing by not by not being able to find it. It's now called unholy frenzy. And that's it for the uh, news. Let's move into... Bobby, we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? All right, in this week's discussion, <laughs> you're laughing. That's so good. <laughs> okay, so like I used to just like like plug these in, and then I got to go go XLR and a stream deck and all that, so now I can like do them live. But it messes yeah. me up every time because I laugh every time. So <laughs> um, I lit it. Did you cameo that? How did that was so good too. So that was a a a guildie in our guild named Bradshaw who used to just always say stuff in like in you know Hank's voice. Paladin Bradshaw. Uh Bradshaw, he was a warrior. Okay. He was actually in uh he was actually in Pint. Uh he was one of the people that helped Pint um do his his revenge. Yeah, yeah. So like basically like early like early on we did a podcast where I didn't know what the wow token was. They tried to explain it to me and I was just smooth brain. We had someone write in like a bad review talking about how they wanted to shoot themselves with like how I didn't get what the wow token was. And so we just threw I that mean, in when we made the bumper. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, but this week's dis discussion is like you know when whenever we have someone new on the show, we want to get to know them because you know what? We all have a bunch of content creators, but we don't know where they came from. We don't know what their 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 background is. And I think it's cool. It's what we do on the show. So we're gonna inter we're gonna interview Sarth. Sarth, tell us about your WoW background. When did you start playing WoW originally, retail? Original WoW, I played the very first version, like the vanilla. And I didn't have a computer. My brother, my older brother had a computer. So I, I would commandeer his room 
<laughs> like for <laughs> nights on end. Okay, what did you have and, to? What did you have to give him? Because in this situation, you were my little brother, and <laughs> I would actually make him do chores and different things to get computer time to play. And I know I, I feel like a jerk, but did you have to do anything like that? No, I feel like I should have. I just I took it for <laughs> granted. You know, I've I have thanked him like in our adult life, but back then, like it didn't even phase me. I was like, I'm gonna play, so I need your room. You know. <laughs> nice. How nice. much older? Um, he's four years older. So I have two brothers, and we're all two years apart. And he's he's four years older. And um, I don't. I'm I'm really surprised actually thinking back on it now that like. <laughs> I legitimately, eventually he even gave me the computer. Like he <laughs> built the computer himself. And eventually he was just like, just take this. Yeah. See, I was take uh, it to your room. I was seven years older and I wasn't actually wow that I'd make him do this stuff for me. It was Ultima online. That was the first uh, MMO I played when I was still at my parents' house. And yeah, I used to be like, all right, Matt, you can do this, but you're going to have to do this for me tomorrow. So quid pro quo. I was like, I'm, I'm trying to help teach you life lessons. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so get bullshit. any of that. <laughs> I was reckless. <laughs> I was like, I'm teaching you how to like skip out on soccer practice and play World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, man. Did okay, he play well sorry. too or just you? Um, he got to like level 30 on a on a warlock. And I, I realistically, I was so bad in vanilla. I never <laughs> entered one raid, all of vanilla, not once. So like in classic, that was my first time entering all of the, those original raids. Um, and like it took me like 21 days playtime to get to level 60 on my first character. It's like the slowest you could level in history. <laughs> Well, I mean, just the way it was. Yeah, dude, we just, yeah. yeah, we just didn't know. I mean, I was like my first mage. I was like using a sword that had Agi on it because I wanted to be a battle mage. You know, like we yeah. had no clue. <laughs> we had no clue what was actually going on. You know, like so. But but yeah. So you took over your brother's computer. Mm -hmm. uh, How long did you play computer. for? I played until. I'm not sure. I played until college, so I'm not sure. I I I stopped like I didn't get to play Legion. I know that. So I I like in Burning Crusade, I got server first, um, Illidan kill, and then I didn't do Sunwell. And and wow. that even that was technically I was playing a Monk TOS, a, a friend's character, because I was mostly PvPing back in Burning Crusade. So I I had Glads back in BC. That was what um, we did too. Yeah, that it was, was actually so fun then. Season one was the only time Mel and I were ever glads in the entirety of, uh, like, we lucked into, we switched to Horde. And we're like, yeah. let's play a warlock and a priest. Because we were Ooh. rogue and, uh, and druid. druid in vanilla, and we were alliance. And then we quit. We lost our account somehow. Um, and, then, <laughs> uh, and then we had to start new accounts, which we still have to this day. The same accounts. But uh, we had to start new accounts, and we did Warlock, um, Priest, and there was no, like, basically lock dots, any, uh, you know, any mana burns, any, all of that was just not in re resilience. So, half, yeah. like, half the games, when we got up higher, people just quit out. You know, so, we just, like, 
But then everyone started to catch up in the season two and on. We didn't get Gladiator ever again. We got we weren't that good. We were just lucky. Yeah, we just lucked into (laughs) it, right? But okay, so how old were you when TBC came out? Oh, I'm not sure. I I want to say I was in like fifth grade when Vanilla came out. Um, so so maybe it would be like seventh like grade. School. Yeah. How the fuck did you get at a guild that was doing Illidan? She was like, PvP. Well, yeah. So like me and my friend, one of my friends, uh, my best friend Mirax, actually, he was always in like one of the top guilds in in the U.S. And like he just didn't really talk that often on on ventrilo because like we're yeah because like you wouldn't 12, let 13 year old in. kids right yeah yeah like you, so that like, was a no-no it was eight it was 18 or up for the for like the hardcore guilds yeah but we just like played so much and we were good right back then yeah. the your version of good um and so like we it just worked out like that so it was it was kind of perfect for us um i but i i rated until then and then I I stopped. I was just focused on PvP for the most part. And then in Wrath, I started I started raiding again. But I never even entered into Sunwell also back then. It's crazy. Then played... Same with us. Like we did a ton in vanilla. And then in TBC, we're like, I can't raid five days a week, five to eight hours a night. Like, let's yeah. just go back to TBC. We'll just PvP. Like they're doing a whole new thing where they have PvP gear you can gear up without. Little did we know we'd have to still do some bullshit, some bullshit to get certain pieces. Like, yeah. but but either way, like that's what we did. We didn't see any of it, so that's very interesting. We're kind of the same. And then wrath, we went on and we didn't even PvP hardly. But so sorry, sorry. I keep interrupting. Yeah, same though. Interrupting. We're the same boat because I in wrath, I also I kind of moved on directly to raiding again. I I stopped PvPing again, and and I don't know why, but then. What was Legion after? Oh, uh, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. I still, even then, I raided in in Cataclysm. And forever, it was always like Rogue, uh, Paladin, and DK. Once DK came out, those were always like my favorites. And then I stopped in college, started again right after college when Mythic Plus was out. And I I think it was Miss Miss Pandaria had had challenge modes. What did you go to college for? Oh, I went to college for uh, environmental studies and film. And then I also have nice. a minor in uh, business and entrepreneurship. Nice, nice. nice. Just, yeah, just just curious. Yeah. And then I went to school after college again for music because I started touring as a DJ for a while. Um, so I did. Nice. I've kind of nice. done a weird gambit. <laughs> there you nice, go. Nice. Yeah, and then I got back into got back into WoW. Like with Classic was really when I I got back in. I played BFA. I played BFA, and I was like the top ranked tank and DPS on our on our realm. And like I don't remember what the highest I got. I was like three KIO, which was probably in the top one hundred then um, for both of those characters for Rogue and Paladin tank. And then I just like didn't play that much of shadowlands but when classic came out i really i just dove in i don't know the nostalgia hit and it 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 sunk in okay so the first time i heard about classic was the first blizzcon that i went to 2017 they played the trailer and i was like oh okay well i'm definitely gonna go check that out because we quit in kata and like literally never looked back i guess i did come back and mop 
there was a recruiter friend uh, boost your character up to 85 mm-hmm. or no 90. I think it was 90 then. It was boost your character up to 90. And I like was messing around for about like 20 minutes. And then I looked at talents and saw what they did to talents and, and just logged out. Then literally never <laughs> looked back until 2017 when they talked about classic coming back. That's when I yeah. found out about all the private servers and stuff. So did like, I'm pretty sure if I, if I know you, I'm pretty sure you did play private servers. If you don't want to talk about, it, you don't have to either, but no. uh I actually didn't. I didn't do any of the the. Uh, well, I ended up te- like running back PvP really heavily uh, for TBC, but for for classic, I I never did. I wanted to keep the experience fully like fresh to me, and that's so you actually that- waited for like classic at least oh, at yeah. least beta. Okay, see that's what I, I didn't did even too. play the beta. Oh, see, because I found out about the private servers, and I was like, should I? checks should i check some of these out before it comes out i was like no i'm just gonna wait like the thought of losing all your shit like without even knowing it's coming like just sounded horrible to me but okay so you actually you actually because like most of our guests didn't like they were like lots of them private server players but Mm -hmm. so you didn't even play beta nope i didn't play the beta no, but what were your thoughts? Like, why did you come back? So nostalgia, my that same friend that I was mentioning that when we were playing when we were like 10 and 12, um, we we both decided to play together. So we wanted to level together and it was a perfect storm timing. I was moving out of L.A., um, quitting doing the music thing and moving in with my ex significant other. So I was leaving and it was like I I I was working from home then because mm-hmm. i was still like i was ghost producing for a lot of like the biggest djs in the world mm-hmm. so i was working from home and i could do that on my own time and he was like i want to go hard and i was like, okay let's do this <laughs> straight up we just like didn't sleep for for however long it took us i was the server second ro- rogue at least oh, on wow. board on white main um and we got like all of the server first we i literally we got every server first i i lost the role on perdition's blade and didn't get it until uh, literally until phase two it was so bad oh but no like, yeah i i pretty much was like i was really good at pvp still but at the time i didn't know everything about pve and there's one person who kind of like sh- showed me uh a little bit more like min maxi mentality and then i kind of dove into that and wanted to see if i could get rank one for rogues in the world throughout the phases I'm still I'm still kind of bummed that I didn't play cuz I played rogue at a high level like seems like par for the course but always server second like in vanilla on uh burning lead I think it was it was either burning legion or we had transferred to bugfall by by then I'm, I can't remember but server second nef uh server second uh cuth uh cuth Cthulhu, like I was a really good rogue, right? Yeah, and like, but I switched to warrior, and I had someone who was kind of like you. I had this guy named Perkies who, like, basically taught me the the ropes of warrior, and I like I enjoyed that a ton. But some part of me still wishes I would have done rogue because when you played 
Well, you didn't raid. You didn't raid Videla, right? No, I didn't. Okay. I did literally so, just AVs that were weeks long. Yeah, see, so <laughs> back in the day... Like, Are you I, one of those that misses the week-long <laughs> AVs? Uh, not now at all. Yeah. It was fun then, but not at all. Well, like, like, are you mad they didn't bring back the week-long AVs? Because there was a little population not. that was like that, and I was like, those what? Were, those were... <clears throat> I don't know why anybody thought those were good. They were not good. I'm sorry. I'm on record. But the reason I ask is because people who actually played Vanilla back in the day, they know that Dagger was, like, the... Like until we got to basically like end of AQ and next, like Dagger was the preferred spec, even though it wasn't as good. We know that now. Like Swords is definitely was definitely better, but it was like everybody thought Dagger was better. So I was just uh, I was just curious about that. But sorry, I actually played Dagger throughout all of uh, the entirety. The entire well for Horde, it's different for the most part. Uh, cause you don't get like the weapon skill you obviously get for being a human, right? Mm. Got it. So daggers were stronger in phase one, weaker in phase two, stronger in phase three. And then it's basically it's stronger in phase three because of the 0.5 set, right? Uh, and because death sting is just so strong. Death mm. sting was like an insane dagger, but then you also move into Nax and, uh, Gressel is is just insane. So like swords again are crazy, but realistically, daggers was always or swords was always easier to do higher damage on overall, which is what I kind of focused on because it's easier to cleave if you can position better. If you're using daggers, your tanks need to position the mobs directly on top of each other because you have to get behind them to cleave. Yeah, well, and and like back in the day, really. The only people using swords were the awesome, uh, you know, stun lock rogues doing chemo yeah. specs, you know, like killing people in Iron Forge and in Ogamar and all that. Like everybody PVE wise was really just sticking to daggers. But sorry, so did you like, okay, so I don't know how, I don't know how I want to do this. Like, cause I want to know about how you started actually streaming. Like, like, okay. so did like, did you start right off the bat or did you like find out, oh, I'm doing good here. Maybe I should start streaming. Did someone push you to do it? Did, you know, um, so I, it was a, a combination. So at first I just wanted to, to play the game and have fun. I thought about streaming because I've always thought about it. It was always fun. And I actually built the computer because I was originally going to stream Overwatch because I got to like rank 13 on Xbox in the world and and then i i peaked at like 297 in top 500 on on pc um but then oh, i was gonna I, say your difference between xbox and pc on overwatch oh yeah it, it was the first few weeks was not even really playing the game it was all aim trainers because that is that is <laughs> massive um but yeah i i like once i started getting really good after this guy kind of taught me how to play during molen core like kind of gave me some little breakdowns i was like why don't other people know all of this information it's not like in in that time it wasn't the easiest way of like thinking about things now it is so i just started making youtube videos i started streaming just like my raid so like once a week or twice a week and then i started uh making youtube videos that was like how to get all 99s in molten core and then like here's some tips and tricks that most people don't know about rogues 
like blade flurry back in the day before they took out the batching window or whatever uh you could actually kind of batch blade flurry where you could use your ability and then like kind of like strafe to the left or the right and then that blade flurry that ability would hit the next mob and you can move back so you could kind of like toggle between a lot of people also didn't know that you could vanish every ability in the game so if like Mm. um ability was targeting you you could vanish it even after it was cast a lot of things like that so i wanted to like after this person had helped me improve i wanted to help other people improve so that was like the whole thing and classic was i wanted to see if i could reach rank one in the world for rogues um and then it became trying to compete in rank rank uh against the warriors because warriors a stronger class and generally on white main a lot of times i was able to take rake one on the on the server but then someone on risen would just fucking blow that out of the water soon <laughs> after um but i was i was able to get rank one world a couple times for rogue so that's good and that was just i just wanted to like showcase how to do that for people like teach them how to do that that was really what it all started out was like i someone taught me and i was really thankful so i wanted to like be that like nice place for people that that didn't know to do the same thing so that was originally how i started streaming and it just kind of like evolved i mean i know i got really into the speed running scene and started like covering that so i do a lot of coverage of all of the the runs and a lot of times a new world record happens i'll bring in a lot of the the people from the run usually and break it down and then upload it to youtube i really wanted i really wish blizzard would do an official like speed running scene in wrath of the lich king because i think with snacks those were some of the coolest stuff. And if Blizzard does do that, they definitely need to bring you in. Like, but what do you think I got thought you they into speed were gonna, Well, hold on, though. But I thought Blizzard was going to do that because remember when they did? Well, actually, we had uh, we had two eSport Blizzard employees on on the show, like episode, I don't know, 56 or something like that. Um, and they talked about the the tournament and they hinted at something besides a pvp tournament like i was thinking mm-hmm. it was going to be a speed running type of competition similar to the mythic quest stuff yeah or, it would be epic yeah like it would be really cool like but that just didn't seem to happen i'm wondering if it will happen for wrath because they just hired a whole bunch of people on for the the world of warcraft team a hundred new employees so they wow. bought uh proliant proliant i don't know they bought a company that got them 100 people they said it's going to to world of warcraft they didn't specify classic or retail but mm-hmm. i assume a lot's going to come to classic but yeah yeah so okay sorry sorry but yeah like we i think we all thought that they were going to do something for speed running which would have been really cool yeah, I had that conversation actually. I we most recently, me and Cricks on on our Classic Life podcast, we had Cargos and Grace for Days on, and we were talking about that because he was he was mentioning that that I should reach out or like we should really like try to put something together. There was one competition that we hosted or that I hosted in Nax that had a ten thousand dollar prize pool, and every top guild except for Progress in the world participated and that was so exciting we had like tens of thousands of people watching live which i think with blizzard's platform could be 
so much larger too. So, right. so we'll see. Uh, Hopefully, they do something. Why didn't After progress? the show? Do let it. me know. I'll point you in the right direction of who to reach out to because I because of the Overwatch League recap, we know a lot of mm-hmm. the east the esports people, and I think we can get you in contact with someone who could actually uh, actually maybe make this happen. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So wait, what was my question, Bob? You said why didn't progress participate? Yeah. Oh, my Is there drama gosh. here? <laughs> mm. So progress for Naxxramas um decided the last the speedrun community is is every guild all like sees what another guild does and then tries that new strategy if there's something like crazy but everybody like roots for people and against them right you're every other guild wants to see someone else perform well because it's like it's begging you to do even better and then progress decided to not stream and not release their warcraft logs of their world record for a while so it was like it, it it was the community definitely like was like spurned about it. It was like, what are you hiding? Oh my right. God, I can't stream it. I have a secret strategy. It's really ridiculous now thinking about it. I, I thought it was hilarious. I, I thought it was like cool and interesting to see if they were going to like at the last minute release the craziest like strategy. Um, it ended up being a strategy that I theory crafted on one like a show or on a couple streams and videos like six months before, which was kind of cool to see that people finally did it. Um, but they ended up releasing them once they got beaten, once their time was beaten and they decided not to participate because technically the, the guild is the best, that guild is generally like the best players in the world. And their mentality isn't necessarily that they do it. It's not that they do it like for fame, for notoriety within like the community for like streams, uh, for anything like that. It's because they want to challenge themselves and beat be the best that is the general leadership mentality i would say and i think they would agree with that so it's not like about like participating it was like almost gimmicky to participate in the in the tournament although we, it it would have been that way unless we got all of the other top guilds we did end up getting all of the other top guilds except for also the chinese guild couldn't do it because it was at a really bad time for them but they were all watching. A lot of them were up watching while we were doing the whole tournament. And the, the competition was great to see all of the guilds run side by side. And you could see at the exact times, like who's a little bit ahead, who's a little bit behind and switch between the different POVs, which is the same thing you do for like race to world first. But this is the first time it was speed running. And I think speed runs are much larger in classic than world first because world first is over in like 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see a way around that. Even if they took PTR off, you still have private servers and stuff. Like, there's not going to be a world first race that's ever like as exciting as like the speed run types. Yeah, because you know the fights. Like, and you can figure out a way to do the fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regardless of uh, some things are a little different or not. But yeah. So okay, so so. Your stream eventually blew up. Like, so you started YouTube first, right? Basically. You were yeah, st- around the same time, I would say. Sorry for interrupting you. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's what we do on this show. Feel, feel free to do it anytime. Okay, so at some point, your stream blew up, right? Like, was that 
like during you doing all the speed run uh, commentary and everything and everything? I would say it was it was a slow burn. Like one of the first, like maybe the first month I streamed, I remember I, I had 13 viewers. The first like few streams, I would just have I would literally have the exact same of my friend group and they were even in the raids and they would just have the stream up on like a second screen. Yeah. And then there was one day where I had like double digits. It was 13 viewers, literally 13 viewers. And it was like one in the morning. My girlfriend had work in the morning and she had to wake up at six. I didn't care. I was so excited. I ran <laughs> in the room. I was like, you're not going to believe it. Double digits. Uh, <laughs> so I was so, so stoked. Um, but yeah, as the YouTube videos, kept growing like the stream would slowly and slowly grow um and then it was like as i started i was i was very much known as like the rogue guy then and then within a few months maybe like six months after i started youtube another content creator started making rogue videos as well and i started really like getting really excited about speed runs and that's i think where it kind of was that took off and growing yeah so yeah, he, he started making rogue videos also so so then like there's only so much content for the same like for one class right um and if i was only making content for that class i was kind of like growing then and so then yeah speed running really kind of became like what i loved in the game and i just started making content around that and and i don't know yeah people started enjoying it so and I, I hopefully think that I, I'm, I hopefully think that I'm relatively entertaining. I like to just fuck around. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. I'm sorry. Oh no, um, no, you're, you're fine. fine. You're fine. Yeah, it's it's weird. Streaming's weird. I've just like, like I wasn't really. I was only streaming this this show really like on a different channel prior to season of Mastery Hardcore and Hardcore. I was like, all right, I'm gonna stream because I want this all on record that I did this, you know, legit the in, the entire time and started mm -hmm. streaming. And it's it's a weird thing. Like so many people like you have educational streams, like where you educate people and tell them. But like my streams, like the opposite. My streams, like where stream teaches me stuff. Like that's like <laughs> basically like I'm the opposite of what you do. Like like Bob, you know you can do this. I'm like really. Oh okay. <laughs> that's great they're they're playing with you <laughs> yep yep oh uh, but yeah so like so um so basically you just like it just kind of happened like it just kind of happened slowly because you were wanting to help the community and you had a you felt you had a way to teach like you're still doing uh youtube con uh content i saw that you were uh doing something where you got a frost DK guide possibly coming out after a certain goal. Um, yeah. What are you doing now on YouTube? Like what's your, what's your main thing? Oh, it's uh, mostly guides. I would say, um, I, I try and sometimes know, YouTube sucks. I'm sorry. It, it can be like, I'll post our podcast. I'll post some speed run reviews if they're crazy. Um, mostly guides right now. It's like class guides for wrath. Because I want people to know how to how to do the most with their class. I want them to know what like the realistic rotation is, how good the class is, what what talents you should run, what uh, stats are the best, things like that. Like because as you move into a new expansion, everything changes, and there's a lot of information out there, but a lot of information 
I would say it's hard to put this. A lot of information can either be necessarily wrong or um, not fully complete and or even misleading, right? So I, I try to am trying to give guides of like the the best way to do something so that like when you start playing that class, you'll know how to get the most out of it. You'll know how to instantly basically get 99s, um, pump in dungeons, pump in raids, and kind of everything from like leveling to raiding and gearing and stuff and give you like the actual information on like, if this is the situation, here's your rotation, this is what you do, and this is why. Um, the why is so important. So you do the why, because the how you can find any place. The why yeah. is, once you know the why, that's when you can you can deal with things that come out of the blue. Like, you exactly. know, like the how works great on a patchwork fight. The how is perfect. That's all mm -hmm. you need to know. But the why is what you need to know anytime you have to move, anytime you have different targets, anytime, you, you know what I mean? Like, so I yeah. do yeah, like the something why. is wrong or, and it also gets you to not, um, like stray away from your assignment because you don't understand the reason why you're assigned to this particular task. Right. Yeah. If you understand all of the background noise and everything else, then you're much more inclined to perform better. Yeah, exactly. And th that that's what like excites me about the game is, is like, I'm just a fan of like performance or I'm, I'm competitive. And yep. the idea that there's Warcraft logs or and speed runs or anything, I like the competitive nature. I personally like trying to get rank rank ones. Um, I like to try to go for world's fastest, which hasn't been panning out for us. <laughs> um, but I, I'm competitive and I love that. And I want people to understand how to do things at the the highest level because that can just change a lot of your mindset, and you'll be able to perform in all of the different situations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the guy that's on his, his, his warrior doing G DKPs as a buyer, but is still fully, uh, flasking, scrolling food, everything, you know, like, yeah. and then I'm the guy that ends the GDKP overall, you know, damage, like number one or through uh, three, you know, like, like that's the type of, I just like, that's the whole reason I play is just to do that. Like, I don't want to like, just like get gear. Like I want to get gear and look cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's fun being, it's fun being good. It's fun challenging yourself and seeing if you can do better. It's fun seeing if you can do better than other people. And I think that just makes you everyone better at the game. And it, I, I think that's a, my, in my world, it's a really enjoyable way to play the game. Definitely, yeah, for definitely. sure. Well, any plans for your your content moving forward? That's a good question. So <laughs> I'm I'm currently working on a lot of Death Knight content. Uh, I'm gonna make class guides for all of the physical classes because I'm gonna play Rogue again finally. Um, yeah, because Rogue's gonna be good, dude. I'm sorry, but I'm thinking yeah. like Rogue's gonna be good, guys. Like, I don't know about stacking Affy. Like, why don't you just stack rogues that you can just tricks all around? <laughs> oh, it's going to be so interesting. I'm just really, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to play on North American servers again, um, on Alliance on Benediction. 
and then I'm oh playing still on? EU. Oh, okay. We're on we're on Pit Addiction Alliance. We were forced off of white of white bane. Yeah, yeah you and your dirty horde friends couldn't let us stay. <laughs> I had left by that. Yeah, as I saw that. Like I literally logged in uh, to my alliance character when I started leveling it in cozy my rogue, and I was the only alliance on the server. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, white. We we were like the third to last actual guild that was raiding BT to leave. Like, and you and you gave up. Look we did. That. I mean, we. I mean, we yeah. had to. Like, we had. We couldn't go anywhere in the world. Like No, yeah. I mean we couldn't recruit. Like there was no other alliance left. Like everybody that was left was in a guild and that's why they were left. Like Yep, we had to go. Bad. I pushed for Grob, but uh they didn't think Grob would stay fifty fifty. And I mean honestly it shouldn't have, but it's still staying like pretty good right now, so it's a bummer. It could have been fun, but uh Yeah, that's the fun server. Yeah, Benediction yeah. was definitely the smarter play. Just because, you know, for what you want to do raiding. Yeah, there's a lot of people there and a lot of really competitive guild. It's a huge server too. recruitment really is on a dying server. It's it screws you. You you lose to the roster boss. So Benediction changes that fully. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, to end it out, uh, Wrath Classic, what are you excited about? And then we'll get on to what you're scared about. Um, I'm excited. Just every class is fun. Every class is fun. Every class has a rotation, even if it's like some sort of priority list instead of it being like more of like Rogan in classic for Horde was very time based rotation where you waited for your your uh, auto sh or your weapon swings to go off and then use your abilities every time to min max and get the most DPS. Because if a wind fury proc, it reset your auto shot or your auto swing timer. And then now I play hunter mostly. And that's also all time based with clipping and with uh, with melee weaving. So it's all very, very high paced time based. But now we're moving into away from like a time based rotation or like a rhythm based rotation onto like really just fun, unique rotations for every class. Uh, I'm really excited. Which is more fun, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, everyone can do some. Like literally, I'm not even a joke. My my warlock right now is using just scroll wheel. I scroll wheel my shadow bolt, and I eat food, <laughs> and we and I top the meters a lot of times. Yeah, you know? dude, my so lock, I'm a priest, and I do I a lot of scroll wheeling for my circle of healing. That's <laughs> pretty much. So on my lock, I have four different sh uh, uh, sh shadow bolt macros, like one. Is just shadow bolt. One is shadow bolt with uh with uh mana regen, so it takes a dark root or it takes a pot. Mm -hmm. Uh then it also has trinkets in there. One's if I want destro along with trinkets, uh and then and then one's uh I forget what the other one is, but I've got like and then I've got two different seed macros like it's like it's just like basically just different variations of like what I want to do with those different spells at a quick pace, but yeah, it's pretty boring compared to all the different lock rotations in Wrath. Because I did raid a little bit at Nax with my Destro lock, and it was a really fun rotation, you know. And yeah, so yeah. No one has like a 
full one button rotation anymore. Um, I, I think it's going to be really, uh, that's what I'm excited for. I'm also really excited for if they can buff Naxxramas in a way that is actually like meaningful uh, to do speed runs of Nax with the new classes and all of the new abilities. It fully changes everything. And I, I'm, I'm super excited to see that. Yeah, do you think that them increasing the, the health and all that? Do you think yeah. them increasing the health of the bosses is going to be enough? I they have to increase the health of the trash or else it falls over. That's mm. like Nax Ramus trash realistically falls over in Wrath of the Lich King, fully falls over, which means like you wouldn't ever run like unholy DKs or anything that has a ramp up, which is you would just run like frost DKs that have like everyone gets a rhyme proc and everyone uses howling blast and it's all all dead instant like literally instantly yeah um so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it and i'm really really excited cool yeah i think they definitely had to do something with it because <laughs> we all just did nax way too <laughs> like close together here yeah you have to make it fun especially with the new classes and stuff mm-hmm for sure. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's going to be some fun stuff. Like I was just watching a video from Rugs the other day where he showed four horsemen where you just like group up three of them all together. And then you have somebody like DI'd right by the, the fourth one that like keeps aggro, but doesn't, you know, like, 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 and he's not sure if it's going to work in. Yeah. What's it, it isn't. It, I, but, don't think it's going to work because there's a, a thing. A lot of things were tested originally. Um, I don't know if that's going to work, but I, I also know like, cause I, I on the non blizzard realms rugs was who got me into rugs and cricks got me into their guild. And that's who I ran with. Right. Um, and who showed me a lot of wrath things before I started min maxing racks or, or wrath, or just like also teaching me things when I was just getting into wrath again. Right. Um, and so that, that is, Everyone on on private servers does that strategy too. Well, it, we'll it, see if it it's, works. Yeah, it's just gonna be neat to see if it works. Like I'm just I'm I'm just loving. We're getting all the info up front. Like we don't know if it's right. It's gonna be neat to just see how it actually plays out. You know, like that's gonna be neat. Yeah. What do you What are your fears? I. Um, trial of the Crusader phase is gonna be really slow because it's just mostly those it's like those bosses it's i fucking guess horrible yeah uh, realistically i don't i i don't think i have any fears um if they don't make speedrunning really really like entertaining and do well with nax i'll probably end up realistically taking a, a short break from streaming and do some schooling um i'm i'm learning a lot of coding right now and so so coding, i don't uh, know what? if that's a fear just like software design and software engineering um, yeah, and like back end. Yeah, what language? Ooh, right now it's mostly like CSS, uh, Python, Java. Python. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, a little bit of SQL. It's I'm, I'm like currently learning a lot now. I'm just curious because that was what I was going to go into for my career, but I ended up having a 15-year career as a network and systems engineer so i was so like i started out thinking i was going to be a coder and then decided i didn't want to sit all day but definitely coder is the smarter play being a systems and network engineer <laughs> means you're always on call it's the worst <laughs> career ever don't do it kids oh like 
like if the network or the servers go down, yeah, we all nobody works. So you're always on call. So just don't go into that. Don't go into that career. But coding, I think, could be like a. I think I should have done that. But sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to de derail you. Yeah, because you actually had talked about prior to TBC. I remember being on. I don't know if it was one of your videos or one of your streams, but you talked about that you were going to take a break from streaming to go back to school. And like that ended up, seems like it changed because you were still around. Yeah. I was just <laughs> having too much fun. Realistically. <laughs> you know? That's really where it is. Like I just, if, if I'm having a blast, I'm going to continue doing that. So that's like the only caveat. Like if, if Nax is too easy and no one gets into speed running it, then it's like, then I'm out. Um, so we'll see, you know, okay, we okay. will, we will see. That's, That's my fear. Yeah. I think TOC is going to be rough. Uh, I do look forward to them making the gear a little bit different, but it was always like, it was the weirdest thing with TOC where you bought all the gear outside and it almost like, I don't know, something changed in just not having those drop chances, you know, like you just yeah. knew you were going to get this, at this amount of time and it kind of cheapened it like that's how it was for me in in like original uh toc and i didn't like it at all but all right well uh are you, you gonna stay with your same same guilds uh, you talked about about mains you're gonna do you're gonna go back to your go back to rogue you do hunter and dk but are you still gonna stick with your same guilds or are you plans um, I am gonna play with Salad Bakers on EU, and right now I'm in Fusion on NA, which is the guild uh Jordy's in. I don't know, yeah, Crix is in it now, too. Yeah, Jordy, Rugs, Crix are all in there, yeah, yeah. So that's the guild I'm in, uh, on NA, but I'm not on like their rating team or rating roster right now. I don't know yet what I'm doing because I'm leveling EU first. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've, I've like. I've been trying to like find a way to like raid on a second character during the day, and it seems like the only way to do that at a high level is to do e to do EU servers. Yeah. Oh, uh, but all right. Well, that's uh, I think that's gonna be the show. It's been a good show. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You follow the Mash Those Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to send us an 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 email, do so by sending it to wcrpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join the, the, the Discord and know when we go live, it's mash.gg slash Discord. Ratings and reviews, we need them. Uh, we haven't had one for a month on, I, on iTunes. The stars do help us oh, on Spotify, us. but we can't read anything from you, so it's kind of a bummer. Uh, Patreon, we're starting that up. We're hoping to get it going. Uh, if you have any ideas for us about tears, send it to me. I would love to hear some ideas because, like, we really don't have any. But uh, that's patreon.com slash Warcraft Reloaded. But we will make you better content with your contribution. Definitely, definitely. It it, it plays into it, you know, for, for sure. Yeah, back, back pay for the... All the toys that Bob ordered. Yeah, I'm just kidding. We don't do this because we love it. We do it for the money, guys. I mean, look at our Patreon. Yeah. We do this for the money. Oh, man. All right. Negative. So, uh, Ale, are you there still? 
you kind of disappeared on us. He said he was going to go AFK. Uh, he didn't want to talk to Sarth. He, you know, messaged me personally and was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to talk to this, Sarth. This you know, this guy, this <laughs> fucking guy. All right, well. I'm just kidding. Ale's been uh, starting to, to um, stream more. I'll just tell you where to find him. You can find him on twitch.tv slash alegaming. Uh, check him out. He's going to be streaming more of the the beta and uh, getting back into that. So check him out. Uh, Mel, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch, or you can find me in game on Benediction on Mel Arena. Awesome, awesome. And Sarth, plug it all, dude. Where all can we find you and where can we find the awesome classic life with you and Crix? Like all of it. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the oh, show. Dude, it was um, a pleasure, man. You were that awesome. Was a blast. Uh, I, you can find me on Twitch at Sarth, uh, twitch.tv slash Sarth. Twitter and YouTube are Twitter and YouTube slash Sarth TV because someone has Sarth. And I don't know has that. Rude. Yeah, right? Let's go um, find him. Everybody go find him and, you know, make comments. A long time ago, okay. I tried to message the person on Instagram that had it because they had zero followers and zero posts. And they, <laughs> you're like, come on. Yeah. No and they luck. didn't get back to you, I'm guessing. No, didn't get back to me. And then Instagram didn't help. So Rude. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then our, our podcast, we're pretty inconsistent about it right now, but we're trying to be better. But we're trying to do podcasts that are going to have deep dives on every class for Wrath of the Lich King with a lot of people that have been playing those classes for the last 10 years. So that is alternates between mine and Crix's stream, which is Crix Vibes. And we both upload it to YouTube. So if you want to see any of our past podcasts, the Classic Life podcast, check out youtube.com slash TV. Yep. Crix I will is- say I did just go to twitch.tv slash Sarth and it does take me to your channel. Boom. Yeah, I, I have I have it on I have it on Twitch. I have it on Oh, Twitch. that was the one you did have it. Yeah, that's the one I have. <laughs> no yeah. wonder it took me to your channel then. <laughs> yeah. My uh speaking of which, you can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. And that's because I guess like someone had my account that like I guess Blazin Bob is like a hair a hairstyle that like people tried to do years back but never been able to get that uh twitter so that's why it's underscore you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash blazing bob uh hey ale's back you want him to say it's it's the karen it's the karen cut is the blazing bob (laughs) (laughs) it looks kind of like that but it's it was like a different form of it of the bob but uh yeah i'm back I, i i hopped out really quick uh, I'm going away because this weekend. No, why? I I I love Sarth actually, and uh, <laughs> I wanted to come Sarth. back and tell him that back when we were uh, doing onslaught, we would uh, we would watch the videos and had respect for him because he was one of the few guys to actually cover cover our runs and give us some respect. So we appreciate it. Oh yeah, nice. Everybody nice. everybody else always memed on us because we're horde, but uh, we just did what we did, and you know we put up some good times and. I mean, yeah. you chose to be horrid. Like, I mean, that was your fault. And they got world records. They they did it. Yeah, we helped the horde guild. Right. Yeah, we were we were toe to toe with progress in BWL before yeah. we fell off. But but I mean, the gnomes are the best because you can't cast that yet, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I just have to, I just have to play with my toys sometimes. 
Well, uh, Listen, Ale, I have to live with this. Just I, so you guys know. I I I told them that you could uh f- that they could find you at uh, twitch.tv slash ale gaming. Is that correct? Yeah, I'll I'll be doing a little bit more beta streaming uh for in in a little while. So uh, think, if you want to see some beta streams, I'll be on there on Wrath for a bit. I think I'm gonna ramp it up to once add-ons and eighty characters are in. Like I'd love to just like do a ton of the raids, but I'm still kind of just like I don't know how Sarth does it, like with the like base. Oh, UI. I'm just checking logs. I'm just checking. <laughs> I know so you're many sitting logs, there yeah. and you're like bringing the log back. You're looking at the different times. I'm like, oh my god, dude, just give us details. Yeah. Oh, oh man. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for for coming on the show. We're gonna go ahead and end out here. Thank you, everybody in chat. We had a ton of follows, uh, but we just. Uh, can't really think of doing the show it kind of throws the show off but uh thank you guys so much and yeah we're gonna get out of here bye guys bye bye guys Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 